Well, we're going to get started. Um, we've got uh, still about 10 folks on the call. Um, for those of you who don't know, my name is Jamie Kaplan, and I lead these calls, so welcome. I am uh, recording the call, so we can turn it into a podcast later if that seems appropriate. Uh, so if you speak up on the call, just introduce yourself, and that'll make it easier going down the line um, so we know who's talking about what. All right, um, a few announcements. What I'm hoping to do today is really review some of our accomplishments from 2011, answer any questions that you have, and give you some thoughts about what the hubs are looking forward to doing in 2012. On our last um, conference call earlier today, I spoke with the leaders of the hugs. Uh, I know many of you are on the call now, and uh, everybody got an opportunity to say what they're hoping to accomplish moving forward. So. I'll be able to report out, and if you've got questions, if they're on the phone, they can answer. All right, um, we will continue to have um, topic-specific calls every month, and I have gone ahead and scheduled calls for the next three months. I've tentatively scheduled them for the rest of 2012, and I posted those dates up on uh, Us and we will post um, the next three months up on FEMA.gov um, within the next week or so. So if you have a pen and can write this down now, that would be really good. The um, topic-specific calls for the next three months will be held from 3 to 4 p.m. using this same dial-in number and PIN number that you used to get on this call. And the dates for the calls will be January 31st, February 28th, and March 20th. So again, um, the dates for the topic-specific calls will be January 31st, February 28th, and March 20th, and the calls will be held from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and the conference number and passcode are the same ones that you just used to get on this call right now. Does anybody have questions about that? Okay. I don't always send out a reminder far in advance through Outlook, so I really encourage you to take a look at the websites and um, jot those numbers down, uh, those dates down, excuse me, in your calendar so that you know when they're coming. The other thing is the um, next HERC call, that's the Hazus Higher Education Resources Consortium. You're welcome to join um, all of these calls as well. That call will be held the next one, February 8th, from 2 to 3 Eastern time. And again, the same dial-in and PIN number. So the next HERC call is February 8th. And these dates, again, they're on Youth Hazus, and they'll be posted on FEMA.gov shortly as well. And um, I believe next week or the week after, we'll um, send out a Gov delivery with the dates also. All right. Um, what I want to do is just give you some updates of some of the successes that we've had in 2011. It's been a great year. We have awarded um, the user of the year uh, to three people so far, and we're looking for nominees for a fourth quarter award winner. The first quarter winner was Shanna Michael um, from AECOM. In the second quarter, we awarded Ed Whitford from Tetra Tech. And the third quarter winner was Hope Seligson from MMI Engineering. And I know that uh, all the people who have received awards have certainly appreciated it. It's um, something that gets printed and mounted nicely and um, 
usually awarded to you at a conference, otherwise we mail it. Uh, it's something you can put on your resume, and uh, if you know somebody who is deserving of this award, who's done some good work, please let me know, because uh, I'd love to keep this going. I think it's really beneficial to the program. All right. We've had um, five success stories uh, this year that have been published, and one of them was the USGS and FEMA success story uh, that highlighted the collaborative efforts um, between the USGS and FEMA to expand flood mapping and risk assessment science in um, Georgia using flood inundation mapping um, and the risk assessment project. Also, we um, re-released the Texas Hug success story um, highlighting the work that Miguel Pavone did. He won an award for this using hazardous runs to calculate debris and commodity needs for hurricanes. So if you haven't had a chance to look at that, I encourage you to do so. And hopefully as I just remind you of these different stories, if something comes to mind, of something you've, you've worked on or something you'd like to see written up, then let me know. Because, again, we'd like to continue um, publishing the success stories moving forward. We also um, published the work that um, Doug Bausch did with, um, with other folks um, following the Haiti earthquake and how they used GIS methodology um, to do a hazardous um, Haiti study region. So you can find that online. Um, we published Sylvana Krupp's. PhD uh, research, summarized her PhD research and how she used hazards in a decision support system to improve the resilience of critical infrastructure. And we also published Christina Cummings' work with um, using hazards at Devil's Lake in North Dakota. And uh, this one really struck me because I, uh, my understanding is that the flooding um, with that lake uh, could actually, the hazard study makes it relevant to, in fact, move the town going forward. It, it's certainly at least a, a good um, good data for why they should, should, in fact, move it. So, again, I'd like to publish some more success stories in the coming year, but I need your help to do that. So if you're using hazards, even if it's not the most ground-shaking um, study you've ever done, if it's something that you think is worth sharing, then let me know and... Um, we work together, Margaret and I, usually to uh, publish that nicely. It gets laid out. We put graphics in there and um, gets posted online and distributed at conferences. Okay, something I'm very proud of is we now have 22 podcasts. Um, the podcasts are an opportunity for you to hear from a variety of technical experts regarding um, the HAZARDS program and enable you to stay current with the program. You can download the Hazus podcast from uh, Use Hazus or listen to them on iTunes. And the best way to search is just, if you're on iTunes, just search for Hazus and it'll come up. We've got seven podcasts from the fifth annual Hazus conference that was in Seattle in August. We've got 10 individual hug call podcasts, four topic specific calls, and the October 2011 as this hot zone was um, read and recorded as a podcast um, as well. So moving forward, if you um, are giving a presentation or if you're organizing a call related to Hazus and you'd like to turn it into a podcast, 
um, let me know or just send me a recording, and I think we can uh, work on doing that in the future. Um, my understanding is that people are really enjoying listening to the podcasts, and I'm proud to say I now have a pretty decent system of making that happen. Um, a couple of highlights on the podcasts, if you're um, thinking about what to listen to, the um, Herc call on May 24th, Gary Johnson, who's the new Nevada hug leader, spoke about using a practice earthquake scenario and, and how he sort of tested the Nevada hug members um, with their ability to use um, the earthquake model. So that that was worth listening to. The last um, Northeastern hug call was a presentation by NESAC, that's the Northeast States Emergency Consortium. They presented their um, has this work with Hurricane Irene, so I recommend you take, um, if you missed that call, you listen to that. We've got a few related to the flood model. We've got a call on August 16th that Keith Porter from the University of Colorado introduced the Rover software. So if you, um, again, didn't hear that, you can listen to it um, and several others. So the quality of the podcast really ranges. Some people speak right up, and, and you can really hear them. Sometimes there's a little interference, but um, I'm getting better at editing the, the podcast, and I think we'll see the quality improve. Any questions about the podcast? Okay. Feel free to interrupt me as we um, go along. The other thing is... Um, I'm going to go through the the hugs that um, really stand out in my mind this year and some of the good work that they've done and some of the things that I know that they're considering doing in the future. And if you've got something to add as I go through this, by all means, um, interrupt me and participate, please. Um, and the, these, this list of groups is in no particular order. Um, the first on my list is the Northeastern Hug. Paul Morey from FEMA Region 1 assumed leadership of this group. Uh, we've given presentations at um, three large presentations this year, one at Clark University, one at Mount Holyoke College, and one at the um, Northeastern ARC user group meeting. Uh, we also, as I mentioned earlier, had NESAC give a presentation about their work with HAZUS during Hurricane Irene. And this group is planning to have an in-person meeting in March of 2012. So some uh, momentum is definitely growing in the Northeast. The um, Delaware Hug has a new leader in Sylvana Croup, and um, she's got a tremendous amount of enthusiasm. And she had Eric Berman spoke at a conference in Delaware on November second, and in that conference they had a show of hands of who in the group knew something about HAZUS and how to use HAZUS, and at least half the people in attendance raised their hands, and um, my understanding is Eric turned to Sylvana and said, we can have a user group here. So that is moving forward. Sylvana um, did announce the group and the um, website that um, the Delaware Hug has at a GIS meeting recently, and she hopes in 2012 to have an official meeting as well as to um, improve the technical understanding of HAZUS um, for folks in Delaware. So 
that's what we can look for moving forward. Um, Sylvana, if you're on the phone, do you want to add anything? All right, we'll move along. Um, for the Maryland Hub, Zachary Bakala from Atkins is the leader of that group. He's hoping to do a presentation at the Mystic Conference, and he's hoping to improve interest in the group going forward. The Florida Hub, which is led by Chris Zambito from Dewberry, um, Chris does a fantastic job of keeping his constituents up to date on what's going on um, by email. He's hoping to have some informal meetings uh, in the future as well as push for some training in Florida, and he anticipates uh, distributing a survey to the group via SurveyMonkey uh, just to get a better sense of uh, what training and um, what they'd like to see in the future. The North Carolina Hub, which is led by Eric Coughlin from Atkins, had several um, meetings in 2011. They haven't had one since um, the mid-summer, but uh, Eric is also going to send a SurveyMonkey um, blast out to his constituents to see what they want to achieve in the coming year, and he's hoping to do some informal trainings. Uh, he thinks that that will be helpful. The South Carolina Hub, Actually, let me pause, and um, does anybody want to add anything so far? Okay. Feel free, please, to interrupt me. The um, South Carolina Hug is led by Melissa Berry from the South Carolina Emergency Management Division. Um, Melissa has done a fantastic job of getting guest speakers on the phone in this past year. She's also done a lot of work to update the South Carolina Hug website. Uh, she gives a very thorough review of these national calls on her individual Hug calls. Moving forward, she says uh, she hopes to increase membership. They've got about 30-plus members at the moment. Um, she will continue to have guest speakers. And she's hoping to start a technical assistance series in the future. So. Uh, she hopes to have somebody on the phone, either herself or a guest speaker, spend 5 to 20 minutes or so giving a presentation about how to do something specific with HAZUS, um, and she hopes that that will keep people's skills sharp and answer any questions that they have. Melissa, if you're on, do you want to add anything to that? Okay. Um, the Heartland Hug, led by Shanna Michael from AECOM, is planning to participate in the MAGIC conference, which I believe is in March. Uh, they've had several calls this year as well. The Rocky Mountain Hug, which is led by Shelby Hudson from FEMA Region 8 and Jeff Brislon from AMET, is in the process of ramping up for two hazard trainings, one that's going to take place January. Um, and I believe that's a basic class, and then they're going to have an advanced earthquake class in Denver. Um, Shelby encourages any states that are interested in having training to put a formal request into their FEMA region because uh, that often can make it happen. And I know we have lots of users who are always asking about how to have training um, take place in their area. The other thing is, um, he intends to do uh, a 
a survey, monkey survey. This came up on our last uh, leadership call, and, uh, and many of the HUG leaders really jumped on it, but they plan to survey their membership and try and get a better sense of what direction they're interested in going. And Shelby would like to see the Rocky Mountain HUG move in the direction of being a bit more of a collaborative forum where they're really exchanging ideas related to HAZUS, um, and she's looking forward to making that happen. Shelby or Jeff, if you're on the phone, do you want to add anything to that? Um, this is Victoria, uh, so I'm neither of them, but I just did want to say if there are people that are around that do need the earthquake class, um, we have the classes about half full, and it's um, the second week of January at the University of Colorado at Denver. So um, you can contact me on Victoria Smith from the Division of Emergency Management in Colorado. And, you know, you don't have to be in our region in order to go. I know it's a hard class to get sometimes, so. Awesome. Thank you for chiming in. All right, you guys, please don't hesitate to participate. It's, I can't read you very well since I can't see you, but um, I'm up for hearing from any of you. All right, the um, Nevada Hug has a new leader this year, and that's Gary Johnson. Um, and he's he's done a, a very good job of moving the group forward. The um, Southern California User Group is now led by Philip McCormick and uh, from the city of Riverside. And Phil's held, I believe, one in-person meeting. The um, Southern California Group doesn't usually hold uh, meetings by way of conference call. They usually do two in-person meetings each year. And if you're on the phone and a, um, not a member of a user group and you're interested in becoming one, um, I encourage you to look at, uh, look up the FEMA.gov website or the Youth Hazus website, and you'll be able to uh, find the leader of the group in your area. If you have any questions, never hesitate to reach out to me, and I can help you with that. All right, the Washington Hug is led by Kelly Stone from FEMA Region 10. She's assumed leadership of this group um, last Spring, and she's had two conference calls and is working very hard to update all of the um, hazardous reports to 2.0 and then to 2.1, and she's hoping that um, they'll have additional trainings, uh, uh, webinar, excuse me, webinar trainings in the future, and maybe do a technical workshop. She likes the survey monkey idea and. Um, the Canadian hug is participating with the Washington hug. So they're uh, participating in each other's user group meetings online as well as hopefully in person. And I'd like to publicly thank Kelly again for all of her help with um, the fifth annual Hazus Conference, which was held in Washington. She really used that. Um, she was incredibly supportive of all of us who've worked on putting the conference together and she really used that as a, a stepping stone to revitalize the Washington hug and did a fantastic job with that. Kelly, if you're on, do you want to add anything? Uh, no, thanks for your um, for your thoughts. I definitely would be interested, Victoria. Um, maybe I can get that from you, Jamie, about the Earthquake Hazards course because I, I'd like to send that around to the Wahugs. It's a little bit easier for you know us folks here maybe to get to Colorado than all the way to D.C. So, right. Um, yeah, if you could send it along, um, that would be great. And and I would like to add one thing. Just talking about the Idaho hug for a second. Right. Thank um, you. Right after I got off the phone on our previous call, um, 
I had a request by Ada County, which is um, the county where Boise, Idaho is in, for an in-person kind of training. And so I might be working on kind of developing some training for them. We're doing a lot of risk math in that area and opening that up to, the, to all of Idaho. So um, that um, will hopefully be, be coming. So maybe um, just a kind of overall course for them and, and how to use their data and things like that. So I'll keep you updated. Oh, good. Oh, good. And, and moving forward with trainings, if it's ever possible to do some virtual training, um, by all means, let me know. I know that to organize a virtual training, you need to have all the computers in place as well as somebody on hand who's who's has this expert. Um, but it's a certainly good way to get a lot of people trained. Um, and we've got a good success story about how that's been done in the past, if you're interested. Kelly, thank you again. And if anyone's interested in the information on our class, you can go to um, coemergency.com and look at it should be on our training tab. So um, coemergency.com. Good. Thank you. All right. The um, Canada Hug is the next on my list. Bert Struick from the Natural Resources Canada leads that group. Um, Bert hosts. Uh, at least one meeting each month, one for specifically for the Canada Hug, and one that is a uh, risk assessment user group meeting, and he includes Hazus in that as well as other risk assessment tools. He's brought, um, brought a number of guest speakers into his uh, calls, and he's recently started a virtual community of practice website, or he's posting things on this virtual community practice website, um, and they're, they're doing a lot of work in Canada um, to get ready to use HAZIS. Um, Bert, is that a fair synopsis? Yes. Okay. Um, because uh, HAZIS is being modified for use in Canada. I highly recommend participating in the Canadian hug calls, especially the um, risk assessment user group calls. They're very technical, um, but I think that if you are someone who's technical in nature and interested in not just HAZIS but other tools and the risk assessment methodology, that you'll find those calls interesting. And you can contact me and I'll forward your information on to Burke for that. Uh, we also post some of that information on the um, Canada Hug webpage on Use Hazus. Also, we can look forward to, in October of 2012, the 9th Canadian Risk and Hazards Network Symposium is going to um, have a specific hazard se uh, session. So if anybody has the uh, wherewithal to get to Vancouver, um, that's definitely going to be interesting. Bert, do you want to mention anything about that? Uh, we are look sure we are looking for uh, at the moment session ideas uh, for that and the abstract uh, call for the symposium will come out in February of 2012. Um, okay. And I think you had the flyer on on the CanHug site. Yes, I did post it on the CanHug site. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, Next on my list is the Georgia Hug, which is new this year, and Moses Wilkins from FEMA Region 4 has assumed leadership of that group. 
I also have the Idaho Hug um, listed there, um, new this year, and gradually getting organized, as uh, Kelly mentioned, she's working with them to help facilitate that. This past year, the Central Houses User Group, or the CHUG, which Kevin Mickey runs, um, did a speaker series. They had three or four really good speakers, and you can look on the CHUG website for their presentations, and at least one of them was turned into a podcast. We didn't start doing podcasts till the summer, um, so not all of the uh, individual calls have made it to podcasts. All right, have I missed anything from Hug Leaders or anybody else who's on the phone that wants to make an announcement related to a user group and things that you've done in this past year or things you're hoping to do coming in 2012? Okay, I know I didn't mention every user group, but those, um, those were the ones that really stood out in my mind. One thing to look forward to in the future is there's a chance we'll have a user group in Puerto Rico, and there is also a chance that Brazil will form a user group. We don't have uh, organized user groups yet in New Mexico, Oklahoma, North or South Dakota, or West Virginia, but we'll be looking to do that in the future as well. And the rest of the uh, 50 states are included in user group efforts. All right, moving forward. Um, I have a long list here for you. The topic-specific calls, uh, we are holding these calls monthly. I gave you the date times for the next three months. And in the past year, we did have a call every single month. Uh, the notes or presentations from those calls are on the UTAS's website. Many of the calls were turned into podcasts. And looking over the list of uh, presentations in preparation for today's call, I noticed that we really have a good representation of private industry, um, universities, and um, uh, the public sector. So I think we're getting a, a good mix of people on the calls, but if there's somebody that you'd like to hear from or there's an idea that you have going forward, I'd love to hear it. It's not easy to find people to speak up on these calls, but um, but I think when we do have a speaker, the calls are very well attended. We've been having upwards of 30 people when we um, have a good speaker. So let me open the floor to you. Is there something that you'd like to hear moving forward? Anybody have an idea? Okay. Um, not to be insulting, but that does make it harder to find speakers. <laughs> you don't let me know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is Mark. Um, why not um, steal Melissa's idea? Or it was Moses. I'm sorry. It was it was Moses. Why not steal the tutorial idea and and utilize that like once a quarter? That's a good idea, and I was just going to ask people if they'd be interested in that. So. What do you folks think? Are you interested in having a um, a technical session once in a while? It really a hands-on tutorial. Um, this is Moses. I'm sorry I missed the call earlier. That's um, okay. How about you, Moses? 
Um, but yeah, thanks for everybody's support for the for the Georgia um, user group, um, especially for Melissa and Eric, um, the North Carolina and South Carolina uh, hug leaders. And I would think that would be very beneficial. Um, earlier this week, I had a call with uh, Kentucky. Um, I won't call them out specifically, but um, actually I did maybe like 15 minutes of using Adobe Connect and kind of doing a tutorial on um, showing them the exact steps of how to use hazards and stuff for their mitigation plans because someone in the office was running hazards but wasn't using it properly. So I think really um, leveraging uh, Melissa Berry knowledge and other um, SMEs in the, in the region or in the nation to do those simple tutorials of five to ten minutes would be very beneficial to everyone. Moses, thank you. I think your idea is fantastic. Other people with thoughts? Other yeah, this is Kelly. Okay. I'm sorry, Kelly, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we definitely need that in Region 10. I mean, just those technical sessions I think would be great, and um, that's something I'm kind of hoping to do, but I think if we could, you know, have them for for all of the hugs, you know, every quarter or something, I think that'd be perfect because that's, that's just kind of what we're missing. We have a lot of hazard users here that, you know, have done training, maybe haven't used it in, you know, a couple of years, and they just need kind of a refresher on, on how to use it. So, yeah, I think it'd be great. Okay, good. And someone else wanted to speak up? Yeah. First, uh, one of the things we struggle with quite a bit here is the uh, interface between CMS and hazards. In other words, the data connection. So if you saw opportunities to add a small technical stories about that, we'd be tickled. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the first concrete suggestion we've had, and we'll start there. Um, I think it's a great idea, and we'll definitely, if I can pull it together um, to have these quarterly technical calls, we'll definitely do it, and uh, I certainly can support the individual hubs to move forward, whether you're looking for guest speakers or um, having technical calls, we can do that, and I'm hoping that uh, recording the calls for podcasts will help a broader audience as well. Other people with thoughts of what you'd like to hear on these topic-specific calls moving forward? Okay. Well, if you think of something... Um, please interrupt and say so or send me an email anytime. Uh, speaking of email, I mentioned it on the last call, but uh, like all of you, I get pretty inundated with email, and uh, I am always interested in hearing from you, and if by chance you send something and you don't hear back from me within a day or two days, then send another email or pick up the phone and call me, because I never mind hearing from you, and if your email gets lost in a you know, get stuck in spam or lost in a big pile of, of email, then um, reach out again because I am always interested in working with you and hearing from you. All right, the, um, the other thing I wanted to mention is the HERC, which is the Higher Education Resources Consortium, and um, that did build some momentum in 2011, and one thing we did do is put together a bit of a strategic plan and outreach 
strategy, and I know you've heard me talk about it on this call, but we we have the goals for the HERC in terms um, to maintain a searchable database of institutions, institutions excuse me, using and teaching HAZIS. Um, we hope to bridge the gap between practical and academic HAZIS users. We hope to expand research and service learning opportunities on higher education campuses through networking and resource sharing. And we hope to have HERC members participate in regional HAZIS user groups and to meet the goals of as well as the individual hugs, and we'll hope to work in collaboration with other FEMA initiatives. And the Higher Education Resources Consortium is another user group, and you are all welcome to participate in that group, and uh, you'll be hearing more about it as we move forward. The Hazus Hot Zone uh, was released four times so far in 2011. We are working on another issue at the moment. And the most recent issue, the October 2011 issue, was recorded as a podcast. And uh, we'll continue to put the hot zone out moving forward. I think that that captures the majority of the user group um, highlights for 2011. Anybody on the phone, can you think of something that I've missed? Well, my goal for today was really to give you a recap of some of the good work that we've all done together in 2011 and give you a sense of where the HUG leaders are hoping to go in 2012. Uh, let me remind you again that the next topic-specific call will be between 3 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on January 31st, and the next HERC call is on February 8th. Anybody have anything else they'd like to add? All right, well, let me tell you one other thing. It is a pleasure to work with all of you. I wish you all a very happy holiday. I've enjoyed working with you in 2011. I'm excited for what 2012 brings for all of us. And uh, as this continues to grow, and, and we're all making that possible, it's fun and challenging to work with you, and um, and I look forward to more of it. So, again, I wish you the best for the holidays, and uh, I will talk to you, if not sooner, than on January 31st. Thank you very much. All right. All thank right. you and all the best, Jamie. Thanks. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks. You're
Hello, this is Moses. 